You're listening to Transform Squadron, the podcast of zonebase.org. I'm Rob. Hi. This is the February 2019 edition of the show. And just to give you guys a little forewarning, I've been sick the past few days. I have, um, I'm mostly better now. I'm at that last stage where you're pretty much okay, but you're just still just a touch sick and just kind of load up on cold medicine and get on with the rest of your life, that sort of thing. I had initially planned uh, for this episode to cover a subject that I've pretty much decided to throw off till next month just to just to get myself. Uh, I spent all weekend sick in bed. <laughs> you know, I was planning to do some pictures for the site. You know, I usually do a good week solid worth of toy based posts around the beginning of the month. Uh, and that got pushed off to next week because I was sick. Um, and I, I kind of I was going to push recording this off till next week, but I felt kind of I felt kind of cheesy putting off both things. So I thought since I didn't have time to really do a little research into the subject beforehand, not that I needed a lot of research. It was something I remembered pretty well going in, but I just wanted to make sure I had some things right uh, going in just uh, time frames. Cause even though I remember it pretty clearly, I might have like, say April confused for October, that sort of thing, you know? So just, Maybe next month I'll do that again. But so I'm going to talk about something else that I thought would be that that I was going to talk about already, but kind of spend a little more time looking at it. And but first thing I wanted to talk about was some upcoming conventions. You know, Toylanta's coming up the second weekend of March, and I'm really looking forward to that. Looking forward to seeing Sean and Dusty and Martin and Buddy and some other friends. And I really look forward to this convention all year. Dusty and I head up the Transformers panel each year, and it's a uh, excuse me. Uh, it's uh, let me take a drink of orange juice right quick. Sorry. Ooh. It's funny my allergies always act up once I start recording. But now that I'm legitimately sick, I don't know if it's my allergies or just me being sick. But where was I? Dusty and I always kind of have the Transformers panel there, and it's a lot of fun. And uh, But there's another convention coming up this summer. Uh, this convention has been going on for a while now, a few years now. And they're expanded into the Atlanta area for uh, an Atlanta show in the summer. And the convention is called Ranger Stop and Pop. Uh, Ranger Stop and Pop is a Power Rangers convention with a slice of pop culture stuff thrown in like a pop con because dedicated conventions, well, I don't know if it's fair to say they're dying out or whatever. There's not as many of them. I think more people are going to the more like comic cons or toy cons or sci-fi cons or anime cons as opposed to just one series dedicated and that's not true now mind you some there's still some successful single-minded single focused conventions going on they're still successful but there's not as many of them i think that's what i'm trying to say is most conventions are opting to have a little more variety in them so ranger stop being a power ranger con has added a, has a little extra just general pop stuff which is great to kind of just give you more to do there you know which like say if you bring your like me bring my wife there, you know, she, she could care less about power Rangers, but Hey, here's some guy from another show. Cool. You know, something like that. Um, 
just off the top of my head, some of the guests they have, they'll have a, a Walter Jones, who was Zach, the original Black Power Ranger. Um, I'm forgetting her name now. They got the second Yellow Ranger who took over from Trini. Uh, and, of course, also the third Yellow Ranger took over from her, uh, Tanya. She came around in Zeo and Turbo. Uh, Catherine, the second Pink Ranger's there. I think there's a few more Rangers, a few more people. Uh, Kel from Keenan and Kel, he's going to be there. I'm personally kind of excited to see him. I, always, I didn't really watch Keenan or Kel, but I think I watched Good Burger a million times on HBO when it was on. I don't know if I... If I think it was a good movie or not, but I enjoyed watching it at the time. So I don't know. I, I'm kind of, oh man, Kel's going to be there. <laughs> Sit down, just talk to him for a minute. If I get the chance, I, I I'm probably not going to go all weekend to Ranger stop. At first I was thinking about going Saturday and Sunday, and then my mind changed to maybe just Saturday though. I was thinking with my work schedule, Saturday would be kind of crap because I'd either have to, come home and sleep off a few hours Saturday morning before I could go and probably not get there till afternoon or leave off work early and just kind of throw off everything. And, you know, I got household responsibilities too, you know, guys, I don't want to leave all of them on my wife to take care of while I'm walking around a dealer's room looking at, you know, Power Rangers or something. So I was thinking maybe I'll do it Sunday. That'd be good. Let's get up Sunday morning ahead. I don't live in Atlanta. I live maybe a good hour and a half South of Atlanta. Um, although if, if you know Georgia any well or not, whenever you hear the word Atlanta and Georgia, a good 80% of the state is being called Atlanta at any given point of time. They're like the Atlanta area, they're probably talking about like North Carolina. Uh, it's, it's never in the area of Atlanta. Actually, you, you would figure it'd just be the city of Atlanta and the surrounding area. But for some reason, like the entire state's considered a surrounding area. So I, I live maybe a good, I'd say an hour, maybe, yeah, maybe a little over an hour away from where the con will be. So I'll get up early that Sunday and head up and spend a day there. I think that'll be good. Uh, I could change my mind, of course, and want to go Saturday. Like I first was talking, it's almost a half a year away. It's in summer, you know, it's like uh, the second week of June. You can, you guys can Google it up. I think their site is rangerstopatlanta.com for the Atlanta convention or just look it up. I know they got a Facebook page and stuff and an Instagram page uh, and find out all about them. If you're interested in going, if you're in the spot and if you're there, at least that Sunday, we're right now planning to go. Um, it'd be cool to meet any of you guys. I'm uh, definitely looking forward to it. Really looking forward to toy Lana. It's on my mind more because like I said, I go to that every year and it's closer. It's just over a month away from as I'm sitting here recording this. So I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, hold on a second. I got a phone call. Pardon me. Just one second. Pardon me. I'm back. I uh, had a phone call. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about, and I'm going to do this before I wrap it up for this month is the Walmart G one transformers reissues. And I spoke about them earlier. I, I guess that was the second episode of the show in October, maybe the third. Um, you know, they're back again for 2019 and I'm super excited to see it. I've really been enjoying these things. Sure. I have prior releases of these molds. I have original releases. I have other reissue releases of these molds. I don't care. I, I'm happy to see these things. It's a lot of fun. I like seeing them in the 
I guess, vintage-style packaging. Um, it's really nice to walk into Walmart and see Starscream just sitting there, you know. Um, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, man, my childhood toy store went out of business when Toys R Us closed. I got most of my toys from Walmart when I was a kid. So seeing that Devastator sitting there, man, that's great. I usually don't do nostalgia. I usually don't get nostalgia uh, about a lot of these things because, I mean, some things I do, don't get me wrong, but some things I don't. Like if it's something like, say, Transformers or something else that I never stopped being into, I don't really get nostalgia for it, you know, because it's just like, it's like wearing pants. You don't get nostalgia for a pair of pants you had. Unless you were really into Jinkos when you were in high school or something, but you don't really you don't really get nostalgia for things you never stopped doing, you know. And I I don't really do that either. So I generally don't do that. I'm not just that person that's like super nostalgic about a lot of these things. If if I am, it's something that legitimately went away. You know what I mean? Like I love VHS movies still, or I, I miss going to the video store and looking in the horror section you know you know I, I miss things that went away that I didn't want to go away that's why I, I'm all over crystal Pepsi every time about twice a year when Pepsi brings it back I stock up you know I, I love crystal Pepsi I know it's not the same as the original formula there's no way for him to do that but it's a nice uh, looking back onto a soda I really liked um regular Pepsi. I, I love Pepsi. Don't get me wrong. Everyone knows this. I love Pepsi more than Coke, and I'm from the headquarters of Coke. But that little syrupiness, the clear Pepsi is not as syrupy as the regular, and I just think it's so much better. And then I wish they'd do a Crystal by Pepsi, if anyone remembers that. After Crystal Pepsi was out for a little while, they reinvented it and called it Crystal by Pepsi, and it was more of a citrus drink. And I love that. I drank that like every day when it was out. And I wonder, I wonder if they've reused the flavor as like an odd Mountain Dew or some other soda. I just wasn't aware because I totally chased that down. That was really good. But I digress. That, that's I don't really get nostalgia for Transformers a lot. But it, I, I've always loved those old pat that old packaging. I loved, I loved G one packaging. I liked G two packaging. I liked Beast Wars packaging. After that, I just kind of thought packaging was okay. You know what I mean? Like Armada, Energon, all, all that packaging, I thought it was okay. You know, Robots in the Skies, animated, the various movie packaging, pro, all, all these past toy lines. I thought the packaging was okay. Like, yeah, that, that's okay looking. But like that, those uh, the G1, G2, Beast Wars, I thought they had like the best looking packaging uh, in 35 years of this brand. And so it's nice seeing that sitting there again. Not to mention, I, I like G1 stuff. I'm not a G1-er. You know, I, I'm, I'm very obviously into the entire sum of Transformers, unapologetically. Um, but it's awesome. I, I like G1 toys. Each, each generation has its own flavor, you know what I mean? And I love, I love those Diaclone era toys. You know, I love those... Um, 1986 era toys you know it's great seeing those sitting there on the shelf now i wasn't expecting this year's batch of reissues to head out until late summer maybe fall like they did for the uh, 2018 ones 
Um, and I have no reason to expect that either. I, I don't know why I did. I just assumed there's only going to be so many of them a year and they'd probably do them about the same time. You know, um, fall, they'd start getting ready for Christmas and adding something like a pr- uh, premium priced toy is more of a something you put on a shelf come Christmas time as opposed to, you know, February, that sort of thing, you know. Um, so I was just expecting them to do a handful of them, you know, toward the last half of the year. And it don't look that way. A lot of Transformers news sites, I don't know if it's if they get a whole lot of info on these or not. It seems like a leak will pretty much happen, and that's when we know one of these reissues is coming out. It's not like, say, Siege or whatever, where we've got like almost a year's worth of heads up that something's coming. And these G1 issues, it's like reissues it's like they'll pop up you know like a uh, a trans a chinese fan site or whatever will get a picture of one or something like that and that's how we know one's coming i kind of like that i really like that there's no kind about that i really like that you know it's cool knowing about a series a year ahead of time it really is cool but a surprise is so much better i like knowing that out of nowhere Oh, hey, there's going to be an Optimus Prime. Oh, hey, it's out now. <laughs> you know, I, I love that. I absolutely love that. I, I'm sure the news site people hate it because they can't, they can't really post it up and share it everywhere or whatever, do what they do. But I, I, as a fan, I love that sort of thing. I like having a surprise, you know, and that's really cool. Um, the Optimus, you know, he's not a straight reissue of the original G1 Optimus Prime. He doesn't come with his trailer. Uh, he's it's the cab, but oddly enough, he comes with both variations of his rifle, and that's it in a box that's like a homage to the old G1 box, but smaller. It's about the size of the hot rod box. So he's kind of an odd beast, isn't he? He's kind of an odd thing, but I dig it. I like I like when they do. I like when the reissues are a little different. I, I noted that last time I spoke about these. Um. So that doesn't bother me. He was more expensive than I think any of us was prepared to. You know, omitting the trailer was... A lot of people didn't like it. But I think most of us just accepted it as a way to put him at a lower price point. You know. And I was expecting him to be around $35. I would have been happy paying $35 for that. And then he was 50 <laughs> Which... That's $15 more than I was willing to pay, which isn't the end of the world. It's just sort of a, dude, really? And I don't know the reasoning. I, I don't I don't know if he he's more expensive than I realized to make. I don't know if they're just gouging the price. I, I don't know. And I was going to wait till clearance because a lot of people are finding hot rods on clearance and stuff like that now. So I was going to wait till that. Then my wife and I walk into Walmart. There he is sitting right there. My wife's like, just buy the stupid thing. I'm like, okay. She, her, her, her reasoning was absolutely correct. And that's every time someone says they find something on clearance at their store, I never do. You know, I, I never found a Titans figure for $40 at Ollie's or Ross. I've never find, found any of these magic things. I'm not saying they don't happen. I'm saying they just don't happen to me. You know, yeah, I, I, I live in a... Um, I'm not saying a really dense area. I live in a slightly rural area in some suburbs. 
kind of in between two big box shopping uh, areas where there's a lot of shopping on one side. I can drive 10 miles. I'm in another big box shopping area with all the same stores again. Um, Hot Rod sold out immediately at my stores. You know, I, he didn't sit around. Starscream was gone in a blink of an eye. Devastator, same thing. It looked like uh, one of the Walmarts of the two I go to got another batch of them right at Christmas, and they were gone before Christmas. Okay? I, I, I'm not having this luck. I, I'm sure I could probably order one. You know, you can get them to price match you, I guess, online or whatever. Or you can just buy the toy. So I just bought the toy. <laughs> and it was okay. It wasn't that big of a deal. I was just... Just like everyone else, sticker shocked at first. So I got Optimus here. Very happy to have him. He's not the only G1 Optimus I've ever had or probably ever will have. He's another one of them. But I got this one. And apparently Warpath and Gears, they're the newest mini-bots in the reissue line. Um, They're starting to show up now. They haven't showed up at my uh, two stores that I go to. Now, there's several other ones I can go to. I could literally due to the area I live in. I could just go on a drive and every 10, 20 miles have a Walmart and Target to go into and look for stuff, get back in my car, drive another 10, 20 miles, and there's another shopping center. Um, I generally don't do that anymore. If the two I have have with me don't have it, I'm ordering it, you know, or sometimes I'm just ordering it and not even worrying about looking. If I go see my mom, she's got a Target and two Walmarts near her. I might check hers out. You know, that sort of thing. Maybe if I go see my brother, same story, you know. Um, I haven't seen those two yet. I'm hoping to. The Walmart I mainly go to that I do all my groceries at and my all my weekly shopping at, it still has a good uh, hook or two. My, my, for, for full reference, my Walmarts have the whole eight-foot section of Transformers. I've been hearing a lot of people saying their stores only have like a hook or two. And I'm like, I... I don't know how that's happening because mine have never stopped having the eight foot section full of Transformers product. Um, we got the hook run of hook run, the strip of hooks of just the, uh, the mini bots at the one I go to now. And I looked and they have all still left of the uh, bumblebees and, and swerves and all that. So I'm hoping here soon I'll get Warpath and gears and, you know, Soundwave, we found about Soundwave, I think, before we found out about Optimus Prime for this year. I don't know when he's coming. I'm assuming he's going to be a springtime release at this rate, maybe summer. I hope summer. Give me a little breathing room here, guys. Um, <laughs> when he's going to say breathing room, as much as I love buying these things, I try to only spend so much a week on toys. I don't want to buy everything all at once. And, you know, I've gotten all the Battle Masters and Micro Masters so far of Siege. But so far, I've also only got Optimus and Cog. I want to buy the other guys. I only buy like a figure or two a week. It's it's. I could buy as many as I wanted if I wanted to, but I try to space it out. One, so I have something to look forward to each week, as in buying something each week. Also, just for the fact that, hey, anything could happen. You know, what if there's a giant emergency Monday and I don't spend a fortune Saturday? <laughs> you know what I mean? That sort of thing. Uh, just little things like that. So I... Space not buying the uh, siege toys as they're showing up, and fortunately, my area always get a good, nice period of time to stock up on the guys I'm going to buy. So it's not like I'm rushing or anything either. You know, I was going to buy some siege toys this weekend, but I found um, I got the uh, Cyberverse Optimus with the trailer. I've been I've been really wanting to get that box set, but I didn't want to pay the thirty dollars for it. 
And that was when my wife was like, yeah, that, that's a little much for that. And I walked into Walmart this week and he was 15. So I just bought that, you know. Also got the uh, Energon Igniter's Blitzwing, the um, the sh- the Power Series one, which is a repaint of Megatron. That is a really big surprise because when they first kind of shopped around the images on news sites a couple of months ago, it looked like a straight repaint of Megatron. And they've gave him a new head. They gave him a, the, the Blitzwing head, and his paint, uh, his colors are kind. Of, they're more of the colors that the Diaclone Blitzwing or uh, Overcharge and Transformers had the uh, olive green and khaki colors uh it's they did it's a really nice looking toy i mean it's still a ten dollar more simple toy i know some of you guys are more into masterpieces and more higher end toys it probably looks like crap to you guys but it's they they really spread the paint applications out like they it's not just two colors and that's it you know they've they they obviously spent time making sure it looked nice. That's a really sharp looking toy. I'm I'm really kind of taken back by wow. And I've really liked, as you guys know, my Energonic Nighter so far. And I'm taken back by wow. This is probably one of the more nicer looking of these guys. I digress. You know, actually earlier I was talking about packaging. How I haven't really been that enamored other than just wow that looks nice. Recurrent packaging. That's Cyberverse packaging. That is some really good looking packaging. I, I I do. I don't know if it's going to stand the test of time in my memory, like G1, G2, Beast Wars. Maybe Machine Wars. Maybe I'll throw that in there. I don't know if it'll stand in that group of packaging I've always really liked versus the ones where I'm like, wow, that looks nice, and that's about it. But man, I really like that yellows and blues they do with it. You know, say what you will about the toys. You don't have to like them. I haven't gotten every single toy, I've gotten some of them. I enjoy it for what it is. But it has some really nice looking packaging. The instructions are nice looking too with that blue and yellow thing. It was really nice looking. But going back to the G1 conversation, I hope Soundwave maybe hits out in spring or summer. Just kind of give it a little time to flesh itself out and distribute and stuff. Last week, um, another leak happened where it looks like we're going to get some micro cassettes, which is just perfect to go along with Soundwave. Uh, you know, if you guys remember correctly, or if you know, if you weren't around to remember, micro cassettes came in two packs. So you got a two pack of Rumble and Ravage and another one of Laserbeak and Frenzy. And you guys can rib for all you want. You can Rumble is red, Frenzy is blue or whatever. I, I, I've never cared. He's one way on one show. He's one way in a toy, whatever, you know, um, <laughs> it, it is what it is, guys. Um, they got those guys coming out to match up with Soundwave, and that's perfect. That is wonderful. That is that is hitting that button on my yeah. I hope they make more cassettes. I want Blaster to come out. Um, earlier this year, or it might have been toward the end of last year, I was wondering if you know I call this great value botcon. I'm joking because this used to be the thing I would travel to botcon for. You know, buy G1 toys and stuff like that. And then buy, you know, maybe Japanese Beast Wars toys and get the exclusives, you know. And now I'm going to Walmart. So, and, you know, you could kind of make your own fan to get together if you'd like and go to Walmart and buy some G1 reissues. Make your own make your own damn con. That's why I always say it. Um, look on Zonebase. Just Google up Great Value Bot Con. I've sp- spoken about this a million times. Um... When I, when I was kind of wondering how this year's reissues would go, I wondered if maybe they would do some packs of cassettes to go with Soundwave. And I'm right. 
I was right, turns out. But I, I figured it'd either be four mini bots and, you know, a couple of regular bots or something like that. Kind of similar to how last year went. But it doesn't look that way. We got like two mini bots so far. We got Optimus Prime here. And we got Soundwave and two things of uh, Minicon two packs. Minicon, excuse me, uh, cassette pet two packs. And I'm starting to wonder, is there going to be a, lim- a certain amount of them each year? Is it going to be just a three or four toys like last year? Or is it just going to be an ongoing thing like every every so many weeks or whatever, there's a new one showing up at Walmart? You know, if they do that, I'm totally okay with that. I am totally okay with that. I love that type of thing. I love I love buying these things. Uh, you may not. That's okay. I'm talking about me here. I love them. Um, so if they if it's like an ongoing thing all year, I'd totally be okay with that. If it's like a limited amount, I'd also be okay with that too because it's easy. So, you know, some people have, uh, say, have said who they'd like to see as these Walmart G1s. And I, I certainly did my place too, thinking like who I'd like to see or whatever. I know next year it looks like we're getting Astro Train and Perceptor. I'm totally cool with that. I'd love those guys again. I hope Astro Train is the original US version. Because when the first version of Astro Train's reissue came out, getting the white and black version was awesome. Because at the time, at least here in America, the white and black version was something of a anomaly sort of a more rare version and then they did the takara reissue and then the hasbro reissue both in white and black and then the classic version was white and black you know there's more white and black astro trains now than the normal one so if they released a uh, cartoon version or more true to the original american release toy of astro train i'd be totally cool with that i still got my old astro train i uh i got my original astro train second hand and he's got his gun. He's got all of his parts. He's in reasonably good shape. I think his arms are a little loose. But his stickers are applied wrong. And I never took the time to fix that with repro labels or anything. I, I just kept it as is. I, after a while, found it kind of charming that I got some kid who couldn't put things on right. Um, toy. I just always kind of liked it like that. Um, it's not completely wrong. It's just they're not exactly right. So getting... Getting uh, an Astro Train with nice tight joints and correct stickers, sure, man. And Perceptor, Perceptor is a great toy. I, I I don't have an original Perceptor. I've got the, uh, I guess, 2005 Takara reissue of him. They've done some reissues of it since then. But I wouldn't mind another. Um, I doubt they do the Microman or E-Hobby black version, the Magnificus or whatever. I doubt, I seriously doubt they would do that. Um, but if they did something like the red, like he was on his uh, box art, or even a just slight differences like they have been doing with these guys, I'd be cool with that. But man, Perceptor's a really great toy. I'd like to get that again. Um, when Hasbro did their vote thing, which is what I'm talking about with Astro Train and Perceptor now, they also had Starscream, I mean, excuse me, Thundercracker and Skywarp, and that'd be fine. You know, if they're going to start Seekers, they're going, one second, let me drink some orange juice here. Uh, there we go. Take care of that little tickle. If they're going to really Starscream, you know eventually Thundercracker and Skywarp are coming. That's just going to happen. So I'm okay with that. But i like Ultra Magnus to show up. I, ha- I have the... My original Ultra Magnus was one I was building by buying parts. And I never finished because 
the reissues came along and I got the uh, 2000, yeah, 2002 Toys R Us version. And I was happy with that saying, okay, I got this old one that's not completed. And then I got a complete one I bought at Toys R Us. And I was okay with that. But that'd be cool. I've always really liked Ultra Magnus. Um, part of me would like to see something like the Seacons or the Stunicons or whatever. Or maybe something cool and out of the blue like Gnaw. You know, the Sharktacon. But it's probably safe to say they're going to use things that Takara's already re-released released using the uh, available molds. So I'd like to see the Insecticons. I know I know they got a reissue not very long ago. But so did the Constructicons and no one cared. So they can put the if I can get the Insecticons at Walmart, I'm all good for it, you know. And like I said, Blaster, I'd like to see it. A lot of people like to say stuff like, Thunder Clash and, uh, you know, some of these more oddball things like some Brave Molds or Sky Gary or, you know, Grandis or stuff like that. And boy, would that not be awesome walking into Walmart and seeing a Grandis sitting on the shelf. That would be amazing. That would be awesome. And that would also be probably pretty unrealistic. You know, part of the sale here, what they're doing here, you know, Transformers fans are you know, we're a given, we're going to buy them, but they're clearly going after a little bit of that pop culture crowd here too. Um, you know, I mentioned it earlier when I was talking about cons, how they're kind of going a little more general with conventions these days. That's kind of the way things are going. And if you go into any store, you'll see like the big section of pops or you go to the, um, where the NECA's are. There's like a big, there's not just one figure line. There's a whole section of stuff, you know, or if you're like my my stores have uh, video game toys over in the video game section with pins and collectibles and all that as well. And there's a there's not just one line, you know. There's a range. You know, my targets have Zelda figures, and then they have like Halo figures next to them and stuff in their video game section, uh, stuff like that. I, I, if you go to Hot Wheels, they'll have like Hot Wheels, and then they'll have all the cool like Jurassic Parks and Batman, all those cars. They, I like to spread out. Same with the Legos and all that. Or uh, Mega Constructs. I really like to buy the Mega Constructs Hero line. And it's it's a hodgepodge. There's like each series has a hodgepodge of different uh, licenses. Same with the Migos. I've been buying the Migos at Target. I'm mainly, I'm pretty much just buying the monster figures. But each series is a group of different licenses. Like Married with Children and Happy Days. And here's Dracula. Stuff like that. They're clearly going for the more pop culture crowds. So they're probably going to, I would think they would not do anything outside of the complete obvious bubble. You know, we had Hot Rod. Everyone knows who Hot Rod is. But going much deeper than that would probably be a reach, I would think. I'd love it, you know. You know, we might get a Bruticus gift set eventually. But I wouldn't think we'd get some of the more when it starts kind of really dipping. I, I'd i love to see a pretender sitting right there on that shelf. But that's probably not going to happen. It's probably going to be the more generally aware of. Everyone knows the tape cassette guy with the tape dudes. Everyone knows Optimus Prime. You know what I'm saying? Everyone knows Starscream. You know, we're not getting a Megatron. <laughs> we're not getting a G1 Megatron. That's just probably never going to happen. If it did, I'd gladly admit, eat my words. But look, guys, it's 2019. We know the facts here, you know. Um, that's, 
Swerve and Tailgate were kind of a nice surprise. You know, because those are just under the surface. Sure, they were stars of uh, Lost Light and the Mortar Meets the Eye comics. So they had a little more face recognition there, you know. But when you get to say some of the more oddball, some of the more just underneath that surface level of people being well aware characters. Like as much as I'd like Spartacons. We're probably not going to see a flame feather sitting there. You know, it's probably going to be the more, the more characters people are more well aware of is what I would anticipate and be expect. As much as I would love walking in and seeing a skyquake hanging off the shelf at Walmart, I'm just going to have to go to eBay or something. And that's just kind of, that just is what it is. And that's okay. I'm fine with that. Um, I really hope we get a Rodimus Prime. Uh, I always really liked the Rodimus Prime toy. I've got my original one that's missing a few parts. Um, I've got the reissue that's almost identical to the original. It's got those parts I'm missing. Another one would be great. I'd like one in that original box. I love Rodimus Prime. Um, that kind of thing. Galvatron would be amazing. I've got an, I've got two original Galvatrons. I've got one complete, one missing a few parts. Once again, walking in, finding them there. Man, what if it was the show colors version? You get what I'm saying, guys? That would be amazing. Part of me wishes they would do the G2 Megatron, just stick them in a uh, G1 style box. I'm pretty sure that mold's still viable. I doubt they would do something that extreme because once again, Megatron turned into a gun, lol. Who's this tank guy? You know what I mean? As much as I would love it, I'm pretty much betting they're going to play it safe there. And I don't blame them. They're, they're in the business of making money and as much of it as they can, you know? So I think I'm going to close this one out. I think it's time for me to, uh, I think I'm going to eat a little food, maybe, maybe, uh, play some on my switch and maybe take a nap. So I think I've did pretty good for an episode I recorded while I was sick. So thanks everyone for listening. Transform Squadron, the podcast is zonebase.org, can be found on the TF Radio Network. That's tfradio.net. Uh, you can check out all of our shows and showtimes. And while you're there, Brian Kilby would really appreciate if you click those Amazon links. Just an easy way to help him out with the network. Um, I'm Rob, as you know. And I can be found on Twitter and Instagram at, it's a little swirly A, I think they used to call it an Amperstam. Amperstan, something like that. Robo Rob Springer. And zonebase.org, the uh, headmaster of this podcast, is found at zonebase.org. That's zonebase.org. Dot org. <laughs> a little, little inside joke here. I initially planned to make it a dot com. And when you, when you make a website or you do anything, you do a couple of searches to make sure no one's using it, using your name or whatever. Um, being awesome wasn't the only being awesome podcast. Apparently I didn't name it. Um, <laughs> these little things like that. Um, Transform squadron is just weird enough of a name. Uh, zone base. I just searched up zone base, not thinking. The only thing I brought up was, um, the TF wiki page for the zone base, you know, the micromaster base. I was like, okay, that's cool. That's whatever. And I, I, 
I went and bought the thing and .com was taken. What? I just Googled it. No, no, it wasn't. And I assumed it was some sort of a, one of those URL snipers where they just kind of sit on a name, gets people to buy it from them. So I took .org. Okay, .org, that's fine. Completely forgetting about zone-based situ- solutions from Sitgo. So occasionally I wonder if some IT worker or whatever is Googling up stuff and he's like, Who's this guru talking about Godzilla I, working here? This is serious business. I wonder how much of my traffic is just random IT workers who have discovered me by accident. <laughs> I can't help but to wonder that. But zonebase.org is where the site's uh, located at. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, I'll be back next month as usual. Hopefully, I'll get to that subject I was initially planning to speak about. And hopefully, I'll be better by then. I am... Um, <laughs> Figure I will be in a few days here. I'll finally kick the rest of this cold, but you never know. So thanks everyone for listening. Hope everyone has a good month and a good day and a good week and a good minute and a good everything else. I never know how to end these things. Thanks for listening.